Hi, welcome to the 20 More Podcast, Three Circle Church. My name is Chris Bell, and I have the honor of being the lead pastor here at Three Circle. I'm here with my good friend and executive pastor, Blake Stanley. And today on the podcast, we're going to be interviewing the founding pastor of Three Circle Church, uh, what used to be called Church on the Eastern Shore, and before that, Bay, Bay Area, Area Baptist, Baptist Church. Welcome to the podcast, Pastor <laughs> Mike Megginson. It's good to be here. Great to have you with us. Hey, and that's kind of unusual that we have the lead pastor, Chris Bell, and the founding pastor, and they're still on the same team. Like, I just want to point out the rarity of that. It is pretty amazing. typically does not happen. It's because Mike's such a good guy. (laughs) That's why. But I do remember when I came here, when I was being interviewed to be the pastor, I sat down with you, Pastor Mike, and Russell Creel, and I was 33, I think, and... uh, 33 or 34, and I sat down with you guys in the office, and I said, are you guys sure that you can have a young guy like me come over and lead this thing? Because you both are, you know, uh, seasoned, I will say. <laughs> you know, you were veterans. <laughs> and you both were like, absolutely, we will have your back. And, absolutely. Uh, that was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, yeah. That was a good moment uh, that we shared together. And, um, you know, it was just a matter of knowing that God was leading us to you yeah and that was just such a god thing and uh, we felt felt so confident that this was the right thing to do Mm. yeah well i'm glad i'm glad i got that call yeah so pastor mike blake and i'm sure would we and and all the listeners would love to know let's let's take this thing way back let's put it in reverse let's go back to when you are starting a church called bay area baptist right in baldwin county and that's 22 years 20, ago, 21, actually 26 when, it was 1994 yes yeah, so we wow. first started yeah. that church 26 years what because baldwin county since that time has become one of the fastest growing counties in america but yes. you were you were kind of right on the front end of that at that point right there were far more trees than restaurants here at that time right right so, right. so uh so what has changed and what made you want to plant a church because planting a church is one of the blake you know you've been a part of it's one sure. of the hardest things Absolutely. in the world yeah and that's one of the things that we discovered. It's one of the hardest things to do that um, that you would ever want to do. We didn't really know it at the time, mm. but we quickly discovered, hey, this is yeah. not for the faint of heart. Right. You know, so this was back, it all got started. I would say that Three Circle Church really got started in the early 90s. Wow. And back in the early 90s, there were, there were new church plants. Like we began to hear about like uh, Saddleback Church. Right. Rick Warren's church. We began to hear things about like uh, Church Creek. of Willow Creek, Church of Brook Hills. That's right. In yeah, Birmingham. Birmingham. In fact, uh, Sally and I would drive over on Friday nights to attend mm-hmm. the Church of Brook Hills, and we just begin to to see how God was was raising up these new kinds of churches. Yeah, reaching people uh, far from God, reaching people that had given up on God. And that just began this whole process of thinking through, okay, God, what are you doing? What are you showing us? What are you leading us to? And as a result of uh, a lot of prayer and a lot of conversations, God led us to start, move back down here and start Bay Area. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So 1994, and what's interesting about that uh, is that there were there were no books really on church planting. No, now there are no. all these resources and they podcasts, podcast, websites. You had, no, you had none nothing, of that. Nothing. So how did you begin? Because I, I'm 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 a vision guy. Pastor Blake here is the systems guy. I bet that makes your skin crawl hearing that like there were no systems, <laughs> right? There were no 
books. Yeah. There were no charts to start a church. And, and there were really nobody, there was no one out there that you could pick up the yeah, phone and call. Right. And yeah. like, I mean, hey, hey, how do we do you this? Barely you barely had know? the internet. You right. barely had, right. Right. I mean, you didn't have any social media or yeah. anything back then. Yeah. Oh, so man. as a result, we made so many mistakes. Really? So many mistakes. But, but like nobody knew about it because there wasn't the internet or social media, <laughs> right. right? There's no right. track record of those right. mistakes. Right. So I could probably write a book, you know, about how not to plan a church. Mm. Wow. Yeah. But for some reason, it did work, though. It did. It yeah. did. And and so we moved here in, like I said, 1994. And um, at the time, there was like, I think there were five Baptist churches on the entire eastern shore. Mm. And so we felt like God was just calling us because there were people that were just, you know, not going to church, you know, on any given Sunday, didn't have a church home, didn't have a church family. And so we just felt like God was calling us to plan a new type of church, a church that would reach out to those who, who are far from God, who'd given up on God, given up on church. And um, so we did that in 1994, came down, just the five of us, my wow. wife and I, Sally and I, three children, and uh, we just started having church. Wow. That's that's an amazing story. And then in 2000 mm-hmm. is when you and another group of people that had wanted to plant a church, right. you guys came together and formed right. Church on the Eastern Shore. And that's a whole other God story. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in August of 2000, Church on the Eastern Shore was planted. And uh, in 2000... Um, one was a really a tough year for our, my family. Sally's dad got sick, had a had a stroke, uh, and we knew that he was going to pass away uh, mm. that year. Um, so during that year, we just went through a really hard time with our church. Um, but also during that time, we were able to buy the initial property here at the 104 campus. The property we're on right now. The property we're on right now, yeah. So um, during that period of time, we were meeting um, before in Daphne at Crossway Counseling Uh for a number of years. And so during that time, we began to look. We felt like God wanted us to plant, you know, just set down some roots. And uh, so we began to look for property. And um, just every property that we looked at, it just seemed like God was shutting the door on that property. But then finally, uh, in the spring of 1999, uh, we found this property. This property came available. Century 21 put out a sign on this property. The very next week, we made an offer on it and uh, bought the initial six and a half acres. When that was in 1999, 2000, we built uh, the first building that is now the office right. wow. building that we're currently in. Right? It's amazing. Yeah. And uh, so then in, again, circling back to 2001, we just went through a really tough time. And uh, some families left us, and you know how hard that oh, yeah. is. That always hurts, you yes, know, when, it hurts. When, when people leave, especially in a small church. Yep. Sure. Especially you in a feel church plant. Every you feel that. Yeah. You feel that big time. So uh, during that time, I just began to pray, Lord, what do you want us to do? You know, there's no doubt. You, you've, through all that has happened, through the property, through the building, you know, there's no doubt you want a church to be here yeah. at the corner of 104 and 181. Mm hmm. And uh, so I began to pray, and the thought came to mind, wouldn't it be cool if we were to merge together with another church? 
Yeah, but the, you know, as, as soon as I thought that, I thought, that's a crazy idea. You know, you, you never hear of churches merging together, helping yeah, at one that time another. You did not. Yeah, no, yeah. no. At this time, so so Mike Megginson, let me just pause and say this. So so he kind of could write the book on planting church. That's right. And church mergers, <laughs> church because there was no such yeah. thing as church yeah, merger. Yeah, Once again, yeah, there's that's right. All kinds of commentary, all kinds of things out there on the internet now, right now, right it's now, huge. yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were uh, you were a pioneer, my friend. Well, no yes, doubt. I guess so. But anyway, you know, then we just didn't have a clue, so uh, we just began to pray. Lord, you know, what do you want us to do? And I, and I just felt like God clearly spoke. Church on the Eastern Shore had just started, like I say, in in, in August of two thousand, and this was two thousand one. So we were rocking along, going through this just just hard hard season of ministry and hard season of life, losing Sally's dad. And um, through the, that series of prayer, that season of prayer, I just felt like God was saying, you need to merge together with, with Church on the Eastern Shore. Because we were basically trying to reach the same group, the same uh, uh, community of people, mm-hmm. um, like-minded people. And, but I began, to pr- I began to pray, Lord, if this is really you, then you let that pastor you know, feel the same thing, hear the same thing that you're saying to me. And in 2002, I'll never forget, in August of that year, August of 2002, that, that pastor walked into my office one day, sat down. I thought, this is kind of strange. What's going on here? And I uh, sat down in my office, and we began to talk, and he just shared with me, uh, you're going to think this is crazy, but what would you think about our two churches merging together right. to become one? And in fact, wow. that's indeed what happened. So mm-hmm. we merged our two churches together. We became a part, Bay Area Church, Bay Area Baptist Church became a part of Church on the Eastern Shore. And um, and then the church began to grow. I mean, yeah. we began- and you guys moved in on this property. We, be, we moved had. in on this property, that's yeah. right. And um, we were able to buy the additional acreage around our property. That's a whole nother God story because so many times this property, uh, it looked like it was going to be sold to somebody else. Oh, I mean, wow. One time, somebody was going to try to buy it and put in a driving range. I thought, well, that's kind of weird. But uh, at every turn, you know, it fell through. You know, every deal fell through. Every hmm. person that came to try to buy the property around our initial six and a half acres, those deals fell through. And then when we merged our two churches together, we were able to buy the additional acres. Oh, so that now great. there's 20 acres here. 20 acres. Yeah. That's awesome. That we've just about maxed out. Yeah, now. we've we have. We've maxed out this property. <laughs> That's right. And I often wonder what this property would cost if you were to buy it today. You know, it's right. a, it, it's a huge difference. Well, the initial uh, six and a half acres that we bought was sixteen, a little over sixteen five. I think it was listed at sixteen five an acre, sixteen thousand five hundred. Wow. wow. So we don't know what it would be worth now. Yeah, but I think it's a little bit that. more than that. <laughs> a little more than that. Yeah, I think so. So, Mike, that's an amazing story. So you have you have this incredible heart for I've, I've often said working with you and being in ministry for 20 something years, I've never seen a better shepherd than you. You really have the heart of a shepherd and you just released a book. You're an author. You just released your first book. So right. congratulations on that. Thank you. Tell Thank us the you. title of your book. And yeah, the book is entitled The Way of Jesus uh-huh. Covered in the Dust of the Rabbi. Yeah, and it's so appropriate for you because you're such a shepherd and your love for Jesus and your love for seeing people follow Jesus. So when when you when you think about just being a pastor, mm-hmm. you know, and you've 
pastored here in, in different roles, right. and now you're right. over all of our pastoral care. Right. Uh, what do you what What's in your heart when you think this is what God's called me to do? This is what I feel uh, so just the most excited about as a pastor. Yeah, yeah. I would answer that question by saying that it's loving on people. You know, being being uh, that, that as you as you just said, that's kind of how God has wired me and uh, called me to. So it's loving on people. But at the same time, I think it's so important to be pointing people to Jesus mm-hmm. because, after all, it's all about Him, right? That's right. that's the whole deal. That's why we're here. This is what that's what Three Circle Church is all about: yep. pointing to be people to Jesus. So, I think it's loving on people, pointing people to Jesus. That's the whole the whole point of the book, the whole purpose of the way of Jesus, pointing people to to Him. Um, because you and I have had uh, conversations before about discipleship. What right. is discipleship? You know, what does it mean to be a disciple? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? And how do we flesh that out? How do yeah. we live that out? How do right. we walk that out? And so the book is really an effort to kind of answer those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. You know, how do, how do we do this thing called Christianity? How do we how do we follow Jesus? And what does that look like? Is it just going to another Bible st- uh, study? Is it, uh, you know, memorizing another verse of Scripture? All those things are great. Is it, is it attending a worship service? All those things are great, but there's got to be more, yeah, right, to right. it. So that's kind of the heart of the book, and that's your love as yeah. a pastor yeah. to help people follow yeah. Jesus help one, people follow one by Jesus. one. Become more like Jesus. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You know, it's not, it's not about... As pastors, you know, I'm sure y'all are, would agree, it's, it's not about helping people become better or just become good people or better people. Right. Um, you can go to any self-help section right. in, the, in, the, in a bookstore and find that, right? So, no, it's got to be more than that. It's got to be helping people become more and more like Jesus, mm-hmm. which is what I believe the Bible calls us to do. I agree. That's good. So, um, so let's uh, go back to uh, 2002. Merger right. happened. Uh, it was probably like pouring gasoline on this thing, begin to grow, yeah. uh, you know, exponentially. So tell me what that was like. Yeah, it was a pretty exciting time because uh, we it was still like a church plant, right? And church plant, you're exciting. You get to do a lot of different things, uh, and there's a lot of unanswered questions. So it's kind of like this adventure that you're on. Like, how do we do this? And so there were a lot of uh, uh, things that we got to do initially, just trying to, to figure out what works, what doesn't work, how do we reach this community, you know, and, and what does Church on the Eastern Shore look like uh, going forward? And um, so as we began to flesh that out, uh, I got to do some different kind of things. And since I wasn't in the lead role anymore, I got to be more involved in discipleship, leading the small group ministry, uh, kind of kind of expanding that, growing that uh, uh, more into what our small group ministry was going to look like at the time. Also doing missions. So we began to really push this whole idea of being a three-circle church. Mm-hmm. We were a three-circle church back right. then. We just didn't right. realize you it. Were you know? it out. Yeah, we just yeah. didn't call it that. Um, but we began to, to kind of flesh that out in terms of what does that look like. So um, uh, at the time, I got to kind of lead out in that, which was really exciting, mm-hmm. which is another thing that I feel called to over the years. Right. So we began to, to move into areas like taking teams to Mexico, where's, where we started back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. we started taking teams into Mexico and helping out and serving the people of Mexico. Then we started uh, an annual trip to Cuba. At the time, I felt like, 
man, here's this communist country just 90 miles south of Key West, Florida. And what can we do there? You know, what would God allow us to do there if he opened the door for us to go? And so in 2004, he opened the door for us to go and we went. And uh, we've been going back every year, sometimes twice a year since. Right. And just seeing God just do amazing things. And then we uh, started going into places like Guatemala. We Now we have our own missionary, Mary Purvis, in Guatemala. And uh, from Three Circle Church. That's right. And uh, then Honduras. And, and uh, then, then God did this thing called Costa Rica, where uh, we... Uh, God just opened this door for us to go and help this brand new church plant get started there called yep. called Casa Vida. With a guy by the name of Pano. A guy by the name of Pano that's what just a wild story. man for yeah, Jesus, man. man. He's just a wild man yeah, for Jesus. Yeah, he's got like the coolest surfer hair ever. He does. <laughs> he does. But Pano. Dreads. He's had, he oh, has dreads. dreads. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. And I love Pano. But Pano needed, he needed to sharpen the sword, so to speak, as right. a pastor. And you guys, you know, we as a church decided, yeah. hey, we want to make that happen. So it was a beautiful story. We He wanted theological training. We wanted That's to right. get that for him. We believe in being biblically prepared. Yes. So we sent Pano to, to Southern seminary. seminary. And then we sent you to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. That's, it, Tell us how that happened. Yeah, I mean, literally, we swapped out for a while. That's literally what happened. We yeah. just swapped places because we knew we were sending Pano to, to, right, um, to, to Kentucky, Southern, to, Kentucky yeah. to Southern Seminary. And so uh, Sally and I, well, me more so than Sally. I had, yeah. had to. Uh, we you had, had to really. We had, you to, had to persuade her, her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. we that. had to pray about that. We had to have a lot of conversations about yeah. that because there were grandbabies involved. Uh huh. Uh huh. So. Um, so yeah. So we sent Pano, which may be the greatest vision casting leadership. Uh, feat of your life to get Sally to go to Costa Rica for two years. So <laughs> you should write a book on that. Too. Here, here we go. Another church thing: planting, he's done. church yeah. murder. Uh, yeah. yeah, church murder, church murder, murder, murder. And, then pers- <laughs> and then persuading your wife. That's right. There were times where I thought I was going to resort resort to that for a while. Um, I love it. Yeah, not divorce, just murder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was ready, huh? Yeah. <laughs> But you um, guys end up in Costa Rica. Pano ends up in right, Kentucky. Right, and I remember the right. day. I remember the day you walked in my office. You had that I'm leaving look on your face. Yeah. And I thought, oh, man, what's happening here? Yeah, I remember. But then when just, you laid out the story, uh, you know, it was hard to yeah. It was hard to argue with. It was pretty amazing. Right, right. And uh, so how was two years in Costa Rica? Because that's a part of Three Circle. I mean, we're, we're going to plant 100 gospel-centered churches over the next 20 years. Isn't that the vision? Right. That's, that that's the vision in Costa Rica. But you got to see it for two years that's up right. close and personal. That's Is right. it really going to happen? Are we going to do it? I believe it's going to happen. Yeah. Because Pano's got that vision mm-hmm. that God has given him to start that many churches in Costa right. Rica. Bible-centered, Bible-based, Christ-centered that's churches right. in Costa that's Rica. That's right. Not just any church. And that's what we're about not just any church but that's what we're about mm-hmm. as well but yeah that was just such a a, a god thing uh for for me and and for sally mm-hmm. and once we got there yeah it was it was hard getting there it was hard going to you and having that conversation and say yeah. hey chris there's something i can i meet with you there's something i gotta yeah. tell you um it was hard having those conversations it was hard stepping away it was hard stepping out of our comfort zones mm-hmm. but i believe that's what the Christian life is all about, right? Sure. It's taking those risks. Um, God has not called us to be comfortable. He hasn't called us to 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 settle. No, He's called us to to live this great adventure of faith. Hmm. 
And sometimes that involves risk. And so we were just willing to go and take the risk of stepping into a, a, a foreign country, country, even though it's Costa Rica. Uh, there are a lot of harder places, more darker places than that around the world, but that's what we felt God calling us to. Right. So, and it was amazing. And it was. It and was two amazing. years later, Pano is ready to come back to right. Costa Rica, and right. we were certainly ready to get you and Sally back to right. to uh, the Eastern Shore. So. Yeah, because this is home. Yeah. This is home for us. Yes. This is, this is our home church. Yeah. And we love it. And we loved seeing what God has done, you know, over all these 26 years. I mean, that's just a a small little slice of the pie in terms of all Mm -hmm. the things that God has done. And, you know, I could tell you story after story of, of the people that God raised up to stand in the gap that the people that God raised up to give sacrificially mm. to make all this happen, to sure. buy that initial six and a half acres and then to buy the additional acreage around us to build these buildings. Um, it's just story after story of, of the ways that, that God showed up, like I say, where God showed up and shows off. Right. Because that's what he loves to do. Yeah, man. His timing is amazing too. I look back at timelines with Pastor Blake coming on and, and just – so so many things that just God lays in there perfectly. But, yeah. you know, in, in God's foreknowledge and understanding what's coming, you know, Pastor Phil Boyle is a part of our staff, had just yeah. a horrific accident, and he was over all of our pastoral care, right. and he was doing that role. And uh, and it just so happened that, that when he had his accident, it was about the same time that you were going to be coming back from that's Costa right. Rica. Yeah. And, again, that's one of those pictures of God's mercy in the middle of something really hard. Right. Where you go, you know, because we love Phil Boyles. He's such a part of our family here, and we're all so devastated with what he went through. Yes. But it's like God reminding us, hey, I am still in control. Yeah. And his timing was so perfect for you to be able to step into that role that was so needed here at Three Circle. Yeah. And uh, just, I'm always blown away by God's perfect timing. And that's why I knew at the time that this was God's purpose and plan. That it was God's timing to come back because of obviously what happened to Pastor Phil. Uh, you know, nobody wanted that. Nobody uh, thought that that could ever happen, but it happened. Mm-hmm. And because of that, of uh, the timing, I just knew, okay. You know, we we served our two years in Costa Rica. We we did basically what we felt like God had called us to do there, filling in for Pano, kind of kind of taking some of the load off the the people there and helping to to serve there, helping to guide and helping to mentor there while Pano was away. But when that happened to Pastor Phil and and the need was created there that because somebody needed to step in, right? right? Somebody needed to step in and fill the shoes, although nobody really can do that. Uh, we just knew, I knew in my heart of hearts that it was God's purpose and plan and time to Man, come back. It's awesome. Yeah, and so, you know, all those things that you just mentioned is exactly why we're doing this thing called the 20 More Initiative. Yeah. Because God has been so faithful and just listening to the stories. Man, first of all, I want to say thank you for saying yes to God. You know, yeah. because really, Chris and I are standing on the shoulders of all of the hard work and effort uh, and, and of course, God's sovereign and like, you know, of course, he's the reason. But at the same time, he works through faithful people like Mike Meganson. And so in order for us to experience uh, more of the same over the next 20 years, yeah. like there's going to be a ton of Mike Megansons and Blake Stanleys and Chris Bells that are going to have to step up to the plate and say yes to God as well. Yeah. And so for those that are listening to this podcast, 
uh, you know, I want to challenge them to do those three things is really the three ingredients that we need in order to make the next 20 successful and continue to see the gospel just spread throughout the local, regional and global circles is that we need people to grow, to grow spiritually, to serve, and then lastly, to give. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so, you know, thank you so much for all of that. And for those of you guys that are listening, like we want you to just buckle in with us for the next 20 years because we know that God's going to be faithful because he was over the last 20, right? He, he was. And can I just say it's been quite a ride over these last 20 years. And all that God is asking us to do, Pastor Chris, as you said many times, is put your yes card on the table. Right. And when you're willing to put your yes card on the table and say yes to whatever it is God's calling you to do, God shows up mm-hmm. and he shows off. Man, I love it. Pastor Mike, we love you so much. Can't thank you enough. And you're a big reason why there is a three-circle church and why uh, the past 20 is just, a, just, just the beginning. There's a 20 more that we're so excited about. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you.